0: Hi, I'm G. Craig Lewis with EX Ministries again here on our new installment or latest installment of the X-Cast. And I'm here with a very uh, close friend of mine as well as partner in ministry, uh, friend of mine, evangelist Michael Plant right i call him mike how you doing mike i'm doing good brother it's good to see you hey man we're sitting here in um jackson michigan and uh we're gonna kind of i would like to kind of just expose everyone to the outstanding ministry that mike is doing and when i met him we were in hawaii actually and we were uh, ministering together i was doing the truth behind hip-hop and he was doing the, the flip side of the truth behind hip-hop, which is much needed, which I've just been in much prayer and believing God for this opportunity, and now we seem to have found the man that's going to carry uh, the mantle of ministry to the other side, which is the truth behind rock and roll. Amen. And uh, Mike is the one to do it because he's been exposed, and I'm going to let him tell you kind of his background. Kind of tell me your background, uh, uh michael uh, as far as you know kind of where you came from and why you feel that you know you're you're qualified to do something like this to true behind
1: rock and roll amen well i just uh, grew up in a home that we didn't we were non-believers we didn't have anything to do with the lord when we were growing up um, the lord to me was no different than like the easter bunny and santa claus you know i didn't i didn't know that he was real mm-hmm. and so uh i just grew up and uh before i moved Christ, I was always looking for uh, attention like most young people are, you know, and so I was uh, in the rock and roll scene. Some of my friends were getting together having a band and I couldn't play anything musically, so that made me the singer by default. (laughs) So we just, uh, I just started singing in a rock and roll band and just kept trying to progress in that lifestyle for about 12 years, in and out of bar bands and uh, praise be to God, it just never worked out that we never got too far. But probably the closest I came was I worked for, as a roadie, rodeo setup man for the band Metallica. Okay, now, now most people, especially Ex Ministries audience, they probably don't know who uh, Metallica is. Or who, who is Metallica? Metallica is one of the. It's probably one of the biggest heavy metal bands on the planet today. Mm. Huge following. Um, they just uh, sing everything against what God has for His people. You know, they're saying about sin and lust and hate and just things that are anti-God. And I actually got to work for these guys, see behind the scenes what truly happens, you know, behind closed doors and the drinking, the smoking, the doing the drugs, the having the women backstage. You know, everything that we've heard about that we assume goes on backstage, I got exposed to see that that was truly what was happening backstage. And then, um, you know, I, I want to... That lifestyle just takes you down into the pit of hell. You know, when I was hitting rock bottom, I met a lady who knew Christ took me to church, introduced me to the Lord, and uh, shortly after that, I got delivered from this music because I saw the stranglehold that it had on my life and where it had taken me, you know, and so I just got away from that, and uh, shortly after that, I went to Bible school to uh, further on education because I knew that God had a call in my life. I wasn't exactly sure what it was, and... uh, this I met a minister down there at Bible school and he asked me if i just get up and tell my testimony about where God had brought me from. Mm. And so I got up and just shared I didn't I wasn't a public speaker. I was a police officer before I met Jesus. Oh, I <laughs> was a police officer, a heavy
0: metal police officer.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the way sinners live, messed up lives. Yeah. That was a messed up life, man. But, uh, so when I got down to this Bible school, this guy asked me to preach and so I just shared the testimony that God had given me and, uh, when I got done, people started leaving the auditorium and I didn't know what was going on. And next thing I know, they came back with all their secular CDs and they started smashing them right there. Wow. And uh they started bringing out egg boxes, probably seven, eight egg boxes, and these kids filled these egg boxes full of posters and DVDs and CDs and stuff. And this pastor that had asked me to speak said, Man, you gotta get a book out. You gotta get this out there. And mm-hmm. so um all of a sudden God started opening doors. You know, and like I said, I wasn't a speaker, so God gets all the glory. And I just started speaking what God had done for me. And, uh, people start getting delivered from this music Mm. you know well you know
0: God always calls non-speakers I mean God always wants to get glory so he'll always call those that are not able to do it right or or not able to get glory from doing it so I I know how that works because the same thing happened to me but man I just praise God for that testimony I mean it just brings back memories of kind of some of the first times you know God used me in that capacity and man, uh, I think that rock and roll. Now, the thing I, I was, I'm was I'm i most impressed about is I can hear your heart and what you're saying because, you know, you've been exposed to Metallica, you've been out there. So when you got saved and God changed you, you didn't immediately go try to uh, start you a rock and roll, uh, a holy version no way. Of, of, <laughs> of rock and roll and have no some way. holy rock. And now you got to take your voice and God's going to take what the devil meant for evil and turn it around and use it for good. You know, we hear this stuff constantly on TBN right. and yes. all these other stations. We hear this constantly. God's going to take your misery and make it ministry and all of this. and And we don't even understand that there is a process of pulling back and denying yourself. Before God ever really you Amen. know begins to use you you got to die to your flesh totally, Absolutely. and so I appreciate hearing that now Metallica and um I mean were there any other groups that you were exposed to out there uh why you were
1: uh, I guess, were you traveling with Metallica? Actually, no, I worked as a, there was a, in Saginaw, Michigan, there was a place where the, the bands would come in and they'd rent local roadies to set up and tear down their crews and when Metallica came through, mm. that's when I met them and set up and tore down for them. No. But I mean, uh, you know, I exposed myself to uh, pretty much every rock group that came through town there. Mm. You know, with Ozzy Osbourne, Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, whoever was around, I went to see him, when you're wrapped up in that lifestyle i just thought that's what i wanted to do and so i had to find out how to do what i thought i needed to do so i'd go to those places but
0: so you weren't scared around any of these guys did did, did you did
1: they seem demonic or devilish or anything to you oh i think that uh like i was telling one of my friends the other day that uh I could definitely feel the presence of Satan back then, you know what I mean? And I was not a believer, so I didn't understand the spiritual world like I do now. But I could feel the presence of Satan there, and yeah, it would scare me. I mean, I would have this desire when a concert came to go, and I would just like, I gotta go, I gotta go. And then I'd go there, and I'd be petrified, like paranoid the whole time I was there. Couldn't wait until it would get over. But then when i get home, I couldn't wait until I got back again. So it was probably like a rush
0: or something that you yeah. you were craving, man. That that's wild. So 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 you go to Bible school, you get educated on the Lord, and then um, you give your testimony, and it seems God is pushing you toward uh, ministry. So then, what I mean, what did you do after that? Did you just start speaking in churches and people start inviting you in, or yeah, oh, okay,
1: right? And then uh, you know, one of the things that struck me the funniest is when I got to Bible school. People knew where I had come from after they heard me speak. And they wanted to speak into my life. Well-meaning people, but they brought me this Christian rock stuff. You know, and at the time, my flesh was saying, uh, Oh, I can still be a Christian and rock, you know, but I was still a baby. But at the same time, I said, Man, these people have no idea what they're messing with. I've seen how this destroys lives and destroys marriages and destroys young people, you know, and leads people into suicide and drugs. And I said, and they were trying to push the same stuff inside of the house of God and i couldn't believe it i was just amazed i was i remember being just stunned that they wanted to bring the world into the house of god because you know i didn't want anything to do with the world mm-hmm. i mean i tasted god i had some of what the lord had for me and that's what i wanted you mm-hmm. know and i couldn't believe the foolishness of bringing this into the house yeah
0: that's that's well i mean so i mean how do you feel about i mean can't god just take rock and make it holy and you can just change the lyrics and I guess still have the, the, the loud music, the head banging and all that. I mean, it, and you can just change the lyrics. I mean, you don't think that somebody could, d- you know, do that as a form of worship? I, I, Absolutely I'm sounding not. very ridiculous saying it, <laughs> but I have to say this because I know there's somebody that's thinking this way. So no I have trying to speak for them. But, I mean, so wh- why? I mean, why, why would you say that Christian rock
1: can't be or can't be in the church because god is a creator you know he creates enough new things i'm a new creation in christ he doesn't take the old things of the world and we don't pass a spell over and make it holy and then bring it up in god's house that's just impossible that's silly and foolish because uh god is a creator god will give us new things amen Mm -hmm. and uh that beat, that music, those riffs, those, it's the same garbage. And people like to take the songs from the world, change a few words, words like it's glorifying God and throw that garbage up to them, man. It turns my stomach and God has let me see that that turns his stomach. Yeah. He doesn't want that. Yeah. That's like, you know, when they would bring an offering to God and they'd bring a spotted lamb or something, one of the animals that were hurt. God doesn't want that. Right. He wants their very best, you know. Yeah. It just no yeah
0: well I'm, I'm with you man i mean i i preach the same thing I, I i believe that you know but people a lot of times i guess they want to satisfy their flesh and so they when they come to christ they don't want to be a total new creature but they want to hold on i had somebody even say uh that the kids need to hold on to their identity and when you come to christ you don't lose your identity you just, you know, you give your life to him, but you can still maintain your identity. And I'm like, what kind of crazy person is that? And this is a pastor of the church said that. And so I understand what you're saying, but where does rock and roll, I mean, is there a place, have you traced it back to the origin where rock and roll was developed or, 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 or where, I guess, the first traces of it really where you know they say David jammed on his harp, but you know people talk some stupid stuff. Right, right. like David could plug his harp into an amp or something, you know. <laughs> but they said David banged on his harp and and he danced his clothes off, so he must have been doing rock and roll. I've heard preachers actually preach that.
1: That's foolishness. The man, man.
0: is yes, yes, it that's, is. That's foolishness. But have you traced? Uh, uh, uh,
1: the origin of rock or even what what rock stands for or anything oh, like yeah. that or. well we traced it back here in America and it was first called rock and roll music in 1952 by a gentleman named Alan Freed on his afternoon radio show in New- it was started in Cleveland, Ohio then he moved down to New York City and he heard it from the juke joints of the south and rock meant to fornicate and so he decided to name this music rock and roll and so when he named this music these bands start coming And bringing their music to him And he start playing On a radio show And Wait <laughs> Rock meant to what? <laughs> rock means to fornicate So he heard that Rock means to fornicate Yes Yes It's Absolutely
0: And so it's like I'm gonna rock you And roll with you I mean right. it's basically like yeah.
1: Music that you can have sex to Is what they were relating it to This music is High oh, strong You just blew by by it Okay keep going <laughs> And so, yeah, that's the thing, man, Christian fornication, give me a break. (laughs) You know, that's where I was going, holy, holy fornication, okay. I mean, give me a break. (laughs) Good grief. That's what I try to tell him. But anyways, and I mean, this man named this era, and five years later, this guy died drunk and broke in the street because he'd been taking kickbacks from certain people to play their music on his radio show, and he got fired and, and resigned. And he ended up dead. So the man who named the heir was the very first one to die from. He was the first victim from it. Oh, wow. Now that's, that's, that's everything. And, and if I could add this in, I gotta, it's in the seventies. This is how Christian rock began. This pastor wanted to reach the lost. He wanted to get the lost into his church. Oh. Lord. So he went down to the bar and got this band called Mind Garage, had them come down and sing during his services while he was preaching and while they were doing communion. He would have this rock band play. And everybody in the news cameras and the T V started hearing about this. And so they start spreading the word across the country. This Christian rock band named Mind And churches across the country started booking them. Started in the Methodist churches and started going across the nation. And all these different churches having this band come in. And when we walk into church nowadays, they'll give you a pamphlet to tell you what's going on in the service. Well, they would hand one out when Mind would play. And it has a band standing around a naked woman. And, and we actually, No More Ministries has a copy of that. You have a copy of a flyer. Yes that they would give people with a photocopy of it yes with a band
0: standing around a naked woman in a church service in a church service yes
1: to reach they're trying to bring the people off from the street oh gosh that is so rick warren no more ministry
0: that's the purpose driven because that's their that's their philosophy the purpose-driven church to you know they do at rick warren's church i know they do uh, 50's and uh, music of the 50's and the 60's to, to draw the, the, the crowds in the neighborhood right. and, and they do you know Motown reviews in the church to draw the people so these guys were getting a group that wasn't even a Christian band no
1: absolutely not and they had them come in and play during communion of all things communion that's where they started out they had them playing during communion and then they start booking them across the nation, man. And it said they wanted to infiltrate the world into the church to get them in there. Not change them. They're looking for numbers. You know, that's what we hear about today. How many people? How many numbers? Not how many people in your church are acting like Christ. But how many numbers have you guess sitting there?
0: Mm, not that, I mean, you're you, you blowing my mind today, Mike. I did not know that. Now that's, that's crazy. So, I mean, so now since you've gone there, I know that you're already probably getting resistance, heavy resistance, because anytime you're dealing with this kind of thing, you're dealing with money. Anytime you're dealing with folks' money, you're dealing with the sheep fleecers, the people who want to take advantage of the church and use something like this. They say it's a tool to reach the lost, but it's really a tool to fatten their
1: pockets. So I know that you're coming against resistance. Have you come against resistance? Absolutely. I mean, we've had uh a... We've had people set up engagements because, you know, we, we talk about secular rock music. That's how we got started. And then God just kept showing me more, giving me more revelations in prayer time and, and uh, showing me where these things had come about, just like finding out where Christian rock had started. And as we, uh, people find out that we're talking about Christian rock, man, they back off. They cancel our engagements. They tell us we're too controversial. You know, they're,
0: not only I think that we've. So you're too controversial, but they got a naked woman on a flyer. Absolutely. With a group called Mind Garage. Absolutely. But you're too controversial. Okay. Oh, right. Join the club. They say I'm too controversial because I talk about homosexual bishops and preachers. Oh wow, that's that's not controversial. But I guess the truth is so. right. But but go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they've been closing doors on us, you know, what I. I understand that the couch going to open more for us. I know there's a people out there, there's a remnant out there that, that wants to hear from God, that wants to hear the truth from God, that wants to live a holy life, that wants to know the truth. Yeah. And we just want to be able to get out there and share the truth with them. I mean, it's killing our young people. It's leading them away from God. Yeah. You know, and one other thing I want to say is back in the 80s, some of these hair bands were huge, you know, the rock and roll bands. I mean, these guys are coming around, and they're touring now. They're back. All these hair bands from the 80s are back. And the parents are going now. And they're taking their kids. So now the kids are only not exposed to the rock music of today, which is bad enough. They're going back and they're bonding with their parents at these rock concerts. And these parents are reliving their youth and feeling young again, you know. And taking their kids and exposing it to them. Just one generation to the next, man. So it's like they're going to hear Journey and... Axel Rose of these guys
0: Def Leppard Isaiah Admore man Molly Crew now, now, now let me ask you this man uh, what are some of the things that you found uh, in maybe some of the um, Christian Because see, I'm, I don't know any Christian rock bands I mean I know P.O.D. is I think supposed to be christian maybe might have been maybe somebody got saved across the street while they were performing or something i don't know i, mean, I, I, I don't know how people relate pod to christian but they sell their stuff in some christian bookstores oh, so, so so i want to know i mean what, what's up with pod who i mean or uh, are those are the type of christian rock groups you're talking about
1: oh well there's a uh Several Christian rock groups that we're coming out against, you know, as God gives us the information and God says go ahead and bring out the information. But yeah, definitely we come out about against P.O.D. just like you've talked about in all of your hip-hop videos. Uh, these guys are followers of Haley Selassie. You know, they believe. POD
0: is followers of Haley. Haley Oh, yeah. They are
1: big time followers of Bob Marley. In fact, if you go to their concert, we have concert photos. They have a picture of Jesus with dreads. Rastafarian Jesus, they talk about. And in their songs, they're not talking about Jesus, they're talking about Jah. Just like you talked about in the hip hop video. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. (sighs) So, why do people think they're a Christian group? You know, I actually took the information that we had, and, you know, we went through and made it professional, so we, they didn't just think we were coming off of the street screaming. We said, this is what we want to show you. We showed it to the Christian bookstores. One of the bookstores told me uh, that they, wanted, they were real concerned about what they were pushing on the kids, and they wanted to have me back, never called back again. You know, when I've been back there trying to tell them the truth. and they would, In fact, we went there before we came down here and they had a big old shrine to POD in there. The other guy... In the I Christian went, bookstore? Yes. Oh, the other one that we went to, this is what he tells me. My distributor says it's fine. I said, your distributor is making money off from you because you're buying this and pushing this on the kids. He said, unless my distributor comes and tells me there's something wrong with them, we're not going to quit selling it. And when I had all the information right in front of them laid out. And they're out of business now. Good. That is
0: crazy. Now, what's another group that's popular that maybe? Now, I, I'm still on P.O.D. because for some reason, somebody told me they were a Christian band. I mean, is it the Rastafarianism that's making people think they're Christian? Kind of like Lauren Hill. People thought Lauren Hill was, say, back with the Fugees because she talked about God all the time. And they didn't know she was talking about even C.C. Wine is recorded with her. and and people didn't know that she was talking about Haley Selassie and she was Rastafarian. Is that kind of the same thing with P.O.D., you
1: think? Right, and we've been studying the different beliefs of the Rastafarians, and as we go through the P.O.D. songs now, we're finding their beliefs inside of the songs, their key words and stuff like that. We've just been studying that now. But, you know, if we just take that all out of the picture, we have several articles where P.O.D. is talking about smoking dope was the best times of their lives. They're still cussing, using the F word, talking about their drinking, partying, having a good time. You know, so their fruits are not of God. And that's for other things that we're trying to share with these people. See, they
0: show their video on JT, JTV. Jesus, what is that T V TVN? Jesus TV for the youth or something like that. JTV. They like, show POD videos on there. Is, is there another? What about like a band like DC Talk or uh, uh, some other Christian rock bands? I mean, what? I I don't know enough of them, so you tell me something. What's some other stuff you found out? One thing
1: that we wanted to talk about was Third Day. Third Day is probably one of the hottest uh, Christian rock bands on the market right now. Everybody considers them safe. You know, it's safe to send your kids to them. They just came out with a song that said, I want to be a rock star. And it talks about wanting the fame, wanting the fortune, wanting people singing their songs, wanting to be booking places, people saying their name. This is what they came out with. Now, a friend of mine, who used to listen to Third Day, stopped at one of the concerts because he was in town. He said the first thing they did is they came out and sang this song, I Want to Be a Rock Star," And he said, man, the spirit of God left that place, man. He was just grieved, and he got up and left. And he said, there's just been a total change in these people. And uh, they also have this this fan club right now called Gomertopia. That you can be a gomer. They've got twenty thousand members since February first, two thousand six, just a month ago, that have joined this thing, and they get an orange T-shirt that says "Property of Gomer," and what they are talking about is that Gomer means complete, and that Jesus completes this so we property of Gomer. But if you look up, study the word Gomer, it means complete in a negative sense, like come to an end, come to be destroyed, come to failure. Right. It, she was a prostitute right, in the right. game. If, if you want to go to the other Gomer, it's talking about the country that God's going to destroy in the end times. And so they're saying we are property of somebody who's going to be destroyed by God. We are property of a prostitute. And man, they got 20,000 fans already in this. And once you join in, you have to change your name. You have to change your name in it. You have to change your last name to Gomer. And they let you pick your first name. I'm not kidding you. And this is a Christian band. Yeah. And then it, if you get in the Gomtopia, you will be able to get the better seats at the concerts. Oh, gosh. For 68 bucks, you can meet the band. I mean, it just goes on and on. It's nuts, man. In fact, we were preaching in uh, Traverse City, Michigan, not that long ago, and... uh I was going to talk about them, you know, and when it came to my notes that I was going to mention that God told me not now. And so I was going down to the altar and praying for people, and these people came along and were asking me a question. They just asked me about Third Day, and I just told them what I just told you, and those people were headed out of the building to go to a Third Day concert. Man, they got rid of their tickets. They sent Third Day their CDs, and they sent them their tickets back and said, This is why we're not coming. You know, if you guys are going to live for Christ, we don't want anything to do with us. And so we've got on our website now that says, uh, do not join Gomertopia. And I actually had to, they wouldn't give you any of the knowledge. I had to join this thing just to find out the truth behind it, you know, but God told me to go ahead. Mm -hmm. And so my name on there is not a Gomer. (laughs) 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 but i wanted to find out what these guys are exposing our kids to but everybody thinks they're safe man but third
0: day so that's like the
1: third day in the resurrection
0: they've named themselves after yeah third day so they're no better than a nine inch nails or something like that
1: no but if you go to a christian bookstore that'd be huge man they're praying with billy graham everybody's booking third day across the nation so what about a group like
0: uh youtube um I remember some years ago, a couple few years ago, Kirk Franklin came out with the song, uh, You Can Lean on Me or something like that. And he had Bono on the song. And Bono did the part. Yeah, there was, was something weird in there. <laughs> and it, it, it totally tricked me out that he would use Bono uh, on a song like that because I mean I you know, I wasn't that familiar with YouTube, but I knew that you two had some stage antics and some different things they all look like sissies to me so I, w- I was really worried about that and you know uh the gospel music industry being exposed to that kind of thing so now i've got an expert on christian i mean on rock rock right. and roll period what, what 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 i mean what's up with bono i mean is he a christian should he been singing with kurt frank is, i mean is he is he saying what's, what's I,
1: that? I absolutely would not he doesn't have any fruit any sound fruit that would give me indication that he's given his life to God I mean we've had people throughout this ministry we've been ministering on and off God's been open doors for about the last eight years and that's often a question what about you two you know but in the research that we've done with you two I mean Bono's just some of the things he's done he's dressed up like the devil in concert with horns on his head he says it's his alter personality called Mephisto. they sing a Rolling Stone song called Sympathy for the Devil in concert, they got another song called "Mofo," where they sing "Mother." In concert, I mean, Mother F, like the the curse word. Yes. Oh wow. And he's a, you know, he's a strong supporter of gay rights. We got photos of him hanging, hugging on uh Elton John. Oh, yeah, he's gay. He's got a uh, a cross dresser leaning on him. You know, he's an inch away from his lead guitarist's mouth like they're going to kiss, you know. And he's doing different interviews where they're asking him, you know, what makes you two, how do you guys stay together, what's the longevity of the band, how come you ever broke up? He said, we're all gay. And then he laughs about it, you know. And he's got quotes out that says that I've had sex and sex with a woman too. So what is he saying right there? But the Christian community, to some extent, has embraced this guy. We've been to Christian bookstores where they have his stuff on a shelf. You know, and then he made this album. He was supporting money for Africa or something. I've always, just went off the top of my head that I always think about. These guys always want to raise money for Africa. These guys are millionaires and billionaires. Why don't you just write a check, man? <laughs> write yourself a check over there instead of raising money off from the people you've been raising money off from. Oh, right. And stealing their money and sending over. Send your own money over there <laughs> and shut up. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> anyway, uh, he made this album in all the artists on there Were so called Christian artists Singing these U2 songs What? Absolutely man And uh It just blows my mind I mean bands like Jars of Clay Sixpence None to Richer, Nicole Nordeman, Toby Mack Who's from DC Talk Now he Yeah Kurt had him On his album as well Toby Mack Audio Adrenaline Pillar Which is a rock band Chris Tomlin Tate Which is another one From DM's From that And uh Delirious Grits sang on YouTube. It's absolutely. Todd Agnew, Sanctus Real, Starfield. I mean, it's even as going as far as Darling Check now has her own album out away from the Hillsong's worship where she sings a Bono song on it. The girl from Hillsong worship? Yeah, the Shout to the Lord lady. She has her own album out now where she sings one of Bono's songs on it. You know, and we were looking at her website and looking at her fans that are calling in, her fans, And they're talking about, well, I've never heard U2 before, but I like that song. So, you know, the next thing they're going to do is they're going to go out and start buying U2 songs. And they're going to be listening to Mofo and all these stupid songs in their house. I am sick. I mean, on a a concert, we've been checking to see what he's singing each and every night. You know, because it it posts on his website what songs he sings. And he's getting away from some of the older songs that are openly anti-God. And he's singing more songs that... You know, so-called glorify God. But at the same time, we have reports from his concerts where people are going and saying that he's saying there's that Islam, Judaism, and Christianity are all true. That every one of them. I mean, so, I don't see any spiritual awakening. I mean, he's been playing around with this for years. And people are, you know, people are trying to justify going to his concert like like third day openly says on their site that they went to a u2 concert and they got their blessing from bono because he said their name these grown men from third day the christian rock man are crying tears running down their face because bono mentioned their name in concert and if you dig a little deeper it talks about the fact that they were there and they were amazed that drunk people were at the concert what do you expect when you go to a secular concert and they end up getting in a fight day does with these drunk people and the drunk people get thrown out and then you comes out and recognizes third day and third day's crying because they got their blessing from bono that's the kind of stuff that makes me sick that's yeah, like the you know the
0: pentecostal preachers going over and getting blessed by the pope exactly you know it's just I mean, the dumbest, stupidest, now you're blessed by the leader of pedophilia, so now you're you already a gay bishop, now you're struggling with pedophilia. Man, I'm sick of this, this Mike, but, uh, you know, I, mean, and I, I think that even the, not, not even the rock and roll, but Christian, I mean, the gospel music, who most of our, I guess, listeners of, or those that come to our website are gospel Type uh, listeners listen to contemporary gospel music so this right here is a big wake-up call for them I've been shouting this stuff for years but now you see here's Bono on a gospel song with Kurt Franklin you know he also recorded with Jill Scott who's a strong five percenter that's bad enough but now you got Bono on your album Bono's dressing up like a woman I saw the picture of him looking like the devil uh dressing up like the devil then he's bragging about uh, being with men and almost kissing a man, and and this guy's on a gospel song, right? And if you see how they both intertwine, it's kind of like hip hop and rock and roll did. Because now right. they're touring together. You got right. the insane clown posse touring with Ice T, right? And you've got you know Limp Biscuit. Touring with Ice Cube, right? And so they're all touring together because they all have one goal, one common goal, and that is to destroy. It's the destruction of the young people. That's right. So I guess it's like we put colors aside, we'll put, um, you know, we'll put race aside, so we can join together. And they're thinking we can join together and make this money, right? But the enemy's thinking you it's know, the same
1: devil. Yeah, same that's devil. That's what
0: the enemy's saying. You know, devil is colorblind. I mean, however we can get these kids, we'll get them. That's right. That's been the whole truth behind hip hop. The only thing that I believe that the truth behind hip hop was lacking was the other side of this thing, where we mm-hmm. deal with it. But I, I just firmly believe that I'm not going to deal with anything I don't know anything about. Absolutely, people come ask me about Christian rock groups. The only thing I can tell them is: Are they are they glorifying God? Are they right. you know are they not? What is their appearance? I mean, are they appearing to be glorifying God or what? Right. But yeah. as far as the in depth study that you've done, man, I just want to commend you because. This is very needed, and uh, you know EX Ministries right now, and I'll let everybody know that we endorse you 100%. Matter of fact, you're doing your video under us, under our name, we're gonna, and we're going to do everything that we can to get this message out, the truth behind rock and roll, because I think a lot of people uh, are under the mindset that they can take whatever they were and whoever they were in the world and stamp Christ on it. Just change it. You know, I heard somebody say, "You don't have to stop dancing; just change partners." Yeah, but if you was backing that thing up, you can't change partners. That's right. That's you gotta stop bit. backing that thing up. If you was dropping it like it's hot, you you, you can't keep some of these dances. God you know what I'm want saying? God don't need
1: you backing it up to him. Man. No, God don't
0: need you backing it up <laughs> to him. Right. And that's but but, but 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 that's the the world is under that mindset. So something like what you're doing, man, I want to commend you. I know you're coming under attack. We're going to be praying and standing with you, man, because this, this is, you know, I come under the same attack. People don't want you messing with their music. Absolutely. You know, folks will get saved and change everything about them except they, their music. That's right. Because they believe that it's just music. This is the, a piece of the old man I can still keep. That's but right. they don't understand. This is, that's the most dangerous part because that gives the enemy opportunity to hide
1: stuff in there. That's right. And, uh, and totally corrupt your your, your spiritual wall, man. So they don't, they don't want you touching their idols. I mean, even the, the Christian bands they listen to, they built them up. They're followers. They're fans, you know, just like you were talking about in your DVDs. That, uh, you know, that these people can do no wrong. When I'm out telling the truth, you know, I'm only exposing them for what they're doing in public. I'm not going into their bedrooms or in their houses and tell them mm-hmm. what they're doing behind closed doors. I'm talking about what they're doing in public. Mm-hmm. That's fair game. Yeah. And so, and they get mad at me because I tell them the truth, man. Stuff that they could easily look up for themselves on the Internet. This is public knowledge that these people are doing. They're not. These artists aren't hiding what they're doing. But, I mean, I'm, and they're calling you controversial
0: because you're trying to help the youth with the information amen I think that is I I think that is so sorry for somebody to say that that this is controversial I mean we were actually you were actually getting ready to shoot a video at a church and the church backed out on you because they said you were too controversial absolutely and I, I mean I thought that was just so weak and spineless and crazy what about the youth? What about the what about the children? That's right. What about the soul? You know, one thing I want to talk about right quick. Um, you know, on my DVD, I dealt with some backward masking issues, some things that uh, Jay Z had done backwards, where he said "murder, murder Jesus" in one of his uh, remix albums. And uh, we exposed that. Now, is there a lot of that going on in, in rock? Uh, oh, absolutely. Backwards masking?
1: Yeah, we're looking forward to making a DVD here soon, our preaching DVD. And uh, we're going to come out with the fact that one of the songs we're going to talk about is Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. In fact, when my wife, my wife and I went to a church in Detroit, they were playing Stairway to Heaven for praise and worship. Oh, music. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Now I know Being that says. Song. I know that says, "My sweet Satan backwards," right? Yes, it says, yeah. "My sweet Satan." And better than that, we're going to show a, a videotape of Led Zeppelin live in concert, where the concert was taped, and they're going to play it backwards, and they will say it live. It's not something they fooled around with on the on the CD that they made. It's an actual them play, singing it backwards. We're going to reverse the tape of them live in concert and show them saying that. <sighs> that
0: is wild. That so, that's wild, man. You know, I I, I I don't get it, Mike. Um, I've seen a lot of people come out with videos exposing rock and roll, the truth behind, uh, I mean, it's not the truth behind, but maybe Hell's Bells or other things that they come out with uh, talking against rock and roll. But I've always had a problem with it, Mike, until I met you. And the thing, the issue I had a problem with is the same issue I have with the cross movement and some of the other so-called holy hip-hop artists that want to preach against hip-hop and yet use hip-hop and there's no conviction they want to preach against it but they don't want to use the power of the Holy Ghost for deliverance. You Amen. know, there's no deliverance. There's no setting free. There's no laying on of hands and calling forth demons and casting demons out Amen. and really battling something that is spiritual with with a spiritual fight. Amen. And uh, that's what I could appreciate about you. And, and I, I know God is going to begin to open doors for you to get this out because you're a Holy Ghost warrior. You ain't Amen. just up trying to talk about the eels of society or the eels of rock and roll but you lay your hands on the kids call the demons out and cast the demons out that's right and that's that's what it's going to take in this millennium period right before jesus is coming back if we're going to do spiritual warfare we have to be spiritual amen and i'm not talking about an, an indwelling of the holy spirit when you're saved and salvation but i'm talking about an impartation of feeling of the holy spirit to empower Amen. you to be able to deal with the devil spirit that's right and so i can appreciate that in you man and uh i mean what are some of the results you've seen even even just uh, uh the places you've been speaking um lately you know I mean, what are some of the kids what is what's the talk of the kids after they
1: they hear what you you have to say we uh, last year we were speaking at central michigan university in mount pleasant michigan and we had a gentleman come out, and there was a. I actually wasn't a speaker, I was just there doing a book signing. And this kid came out of the service, and he's crying. And I started to talk to him just about life, not about music. And his dad had just gone to prison, and this guy was on the verge of killing himself, man. And I just started talking to him about the music that he listened to. And uh, I was just able to minister to him and pray with him, stick a book that we had written into his hand about the music. We just got back from Mount Pleasant just a couple of weeks ago, and that same kid walked up to me and said, This book changed my life. Mm. This Kid had the glow of the Lord all over him mm-hmm. Amen. he was delivered and just to see the change and we, you know other opportunities where we've had pastors us back and say you know some of the kids that I have the hardest problems with in my youth group that are so addicted to this music I totally changed. these are becoming the kids that are leading the other kids out of this music you know mm-hmm. and just opportunities like that parents mm-hmm. call me and saying my kid has totally changed since we got rid of this rock and roll since we got rid of POD in our house his attitude has changed no more rebellion no more problems mm-hmm. you know just to know that God is making a difference through this ministry. So do you link those behavioral problems to rock and roll? Absolutely. You you believe that 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 is a motivator for some of these behavioral problems? Absolutely. The medical reports support that. That it changes a when the music this rock and roll music goes into their body it triggers their flight or flight syndrome and actually makes them high inside of their body that's why these kids love this music so whether it be in a secular side or on a Christian side it changes the chemical development of your body when you're listening to it gets your heart beat he, one researcher said when that drum is beating boom 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 your heart's trying to mimic that thing at the same time so it's changing your body makeup and therefore it's making you high so you know we can get these kids off dope and we can get these kids off from sexual relationships and we can get these these kids off from the booze, but they're still getting high off their music, man, and they're listening to these words and next thing you know, there's right back out in the world doing the exact same thing. Wow. Oh, man. man, And if I can say this, we, just, we just stopped at this church on the way down here. I'm not gonna say the name of the church, but we stopped to see a pastor and uh we're standing in the lobby waiting for him and I hear I hear some music playing and uh we go down to the basement and here is this youth group getting ready to do their praise and worship service. They're practicing for their praise and worship and they're playing nothing but secular music. They're playing Nirvana. They're playing Metallica and just some other rock bands and I said, I can't believe this in the house of God. But I'm telling you what, we've been to services all over where they'll be doing praise and worship, swinging girls over their head with bloomers, showing their bloomers, man. And people are so far away from the holiness of what God wants just because they want numbers and they want to fill their house and fill their pockets. that That's the stuff that turns my stomach. Because, man, you can't fool young people. They'll come in and say, this is garbage. This is no different from what I'm seeing at home. This is no different from what the world has. So why would, why would I want to give my life to Christ? If this is what Jesus is, why do I want to change? Man, I believe God is going to
0: raise you up to do this, man. This has been left wide open nobody wants to deal with it. I mean, we turn on TBN and you know, I, I don't like TBN at all because everything on there is geared to make you richer and, and, and to I mean, make a person richer. It's all about money and, you know, nobody's dealing with this kind of issue. Where's the person that's gonna stand up and say, you know, get this junk out of the house of God. It doesn't belong in the house of God. Amen. Cast the demons out. Let's get you know, them know, Get these kids saved. Baptize them. Get them saved. And watch them change into new creatures. You know, we don't see that on TV. So there's going to have to be a grassroots movement. And I believe God is using EX Ministries to be just that. And now I believe he's going to use you and your No More Ministries the same way. It's got to be grassroots. God has to speak to his people. Amen. He has to. He's going to speak. And he's going to use a man to do it. Amen. And I believe he's called you to do this, man. So, man, our prayers are with you. And we'll we'll keep our website. We'll keep EX Ministries followers and listeners. uh, uh, Keep them abreast of what's going on with you guys. And when we shoot the video. Uh, we'll have it available on our website, and people be able to get it, man.
1: Because I do believe the truth behind rock and roll is going to change this nation. Man. Amen. I believe it. Man. Amen. Well, we just wanted to say, uh, no more ministries. We we set it up, no more ministries, because we're telling the devil no more. Yeah. Not K N O W. We're telling them no. It ain't happening in our church anymore. It ain't happening to our young people anymore. No longer going to be in our house. But no more ministries. Are so thankful to Ex Ministries to uh, to take us on your wing and to work with us because we have seen your DVDs. We have seen firsthand what your services do for the young people. That touches our hearts. You know, I see that you're out there because you want to see these young people's lives change. You want to see their souls change for God. You want them to see live holiness so they never go out and do the things with their bodies and with their minds that they're going to regret when they're 20, 30 years old. That touches my heart. And to see your DVDs and see these young people's lives change right there in the altar, that blesses our hearts. We are on constantly We keep your schedule. We pray wherever events you are because we want the power of God to come down in that service and change the lives. And so we are in your corner. We back you 100%. We are spreading the word about EX ministries to the churches that we fellowship with. Mm -hmm. And we're just uh, glad to see God working on that side.
0: Hey, man, I believe it's the last days and it's just time for us all to stand up and take the place God has given us, the authority to use it to uh change this generation amen so uh we'll be in prayer for you and uh stay tuned for our next x-cast we'll be getting back with you shortly god bless you all